Welcome to this Green Profits podcast. My name is Megan Carpenter and my special guest today is Ellie DeGrava. Ellie is the founder of Go For Zero and her products are 100% toxin free. They contain little to no plastic. The products are packed with zero plastic and delivery is carbon neutral. And what I love is that they only stock products that are Australian owned. Ellie started her toxin-free and sustainable journey when her newborn Gracie developed rashes using mainstream skincare products. After researching, she was horrified at the harmful ingredients in everyday products. Not only that, she found that even top quality products were packaged in plastic containers. She became determined to provide only products that are safe for people and the planet. Welcome, Ellie. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. It's great to have you here. So tell us about the types of products that you sell at Go For Zero. So the products we sell, they range from skincare, hair care, sun care, as well as bath and body products for mums, for bubs, for men. Mm-hmm. So that's one part. It's more the personal care side. But we also um, have a lot of sustainable products for at home. So it's about food storage, not having plastic containers, but like in silicon pouches, um, being more sustainable in your drinks, like um, the drink bottles and so on. Yes, lovely, fantastic. And I've, I've been to your shop, I've bought your products there. They're beautiful products, for Thank sure. <laughs> um, so, so how do you decide whether to sell a particular product or range? Yeah, so the first step when I, or a um, supplier contacts me, or I search for a certain product, and the first thing I look for is if it's cruelty-free. That's a no-brainer. Oh, yes. It should all be cruelty-free. The next step I take is I look if it's an Australian brand. If they're um, made here, it's, of course, the biggest part of it, but certain products are not able to be made here, and that means any bamboo, silicon, and stainless steel products, because we don't have the productions for it, but any personal care will always be made in Australia. Okay. And then I look at the packaging, that's my next step, I see um, what is it common. It can come in a biodegradable packaging, um, no packaging at all, some um, companies also provide no packaging at all to me, which is great. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last step I take is I research every single ingredient. I'm really a mad researcher, I love it. (laughs) I started Go For Zero because my girls reacted so hard to um, some mainstream products. So it's the core of what I do and also what I love. Oh, so Ellie, you must be um, an expert on all of these ingredients. How do you how do you figure them out, and, and how do you tell the difference with all of these? Yeah, so I I really started off as a mum at home and starting to research the products, and I started to find some really great resources that are all research based. What interferes with your hormones? What not? Um, what level of preservatives are fine? They don't interfere with your body, and I started actually from there just researching uh, like a mad researcher and then <laughs> right now I'm like a bible for <laughs> all these toxic uh, natural ingredients. You're the Wikipedia for, for all this. <laughs> Do you think that um, with your products, that, that you know, the effort that you put into your products and, and how strict you are I guess with, with what you stock, do you think that people seek you out because of that? So I think, because uh, we're still a startup, the hard part of it is being able to communicate at all to everyone. Um, I do feel like the customers that we have or the pop-up stores that we do, 
that's the added value we give to people. It's a lot of educating people on yes. without trying to scare them. That's probably the biggest part because mainstream sunscreens, for yes. example, has a lot of ingredients that you really should never put on you. But being able to give them an alternative that works great, that does not harm them, and it comes, for example, in a metal tin. Mm-hmm. Like that's really what drives me and what I love about what I do. So I think people just need a lot of educating still on what is currently in the products and why it's not good for them. Right, yeah. Well, education is so important. Yeah. And I must um, mention your accent too. So you're, <laughs> you're Belgian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so tell me about, uh, you've been here for a, for a while now? Yeah, Australia? so we've been here for three years now. I used to work in, uh, I'm actually a psychologist. I have my master's oh, in psychology. There you yes. Go. And um, I used Oh, I just to... got all self-conscious. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I saw that movement. No. Um, so I'm actually a psychologist, and I used to do a lot of coaching. And right. then I went into a strategy, actually. So I went into a retail company and did international strategy, and I used to travel to so many companies and see all these amazing products. And then when we moved over here, I just thought, like, you know what? It's, I can start all over again. What am I really passionate about? What do I think I can achieve? And it's, it's honestly what I do now. I love Love Go For Zero. I love researching my products, like being able to tell people, for example, about a shampoo bar that they will save six bottles of plastic um, shampoo bottles with just really? one shampoo bar. Yeah. Like a shampoo bar, like a yeah, bar of soap. Exactly. Okay. It's like yeah. a bar of soap, but really designed for your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, like, some people have... That's like a whole new world for yeah. a lot of people that have been just grown up on bottled yeah. shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. Uh, have, they don't know about it. They don't see how it works. Like, how, how do you educate people on that? So it's really through our blogs, like through social media. Um, and then I would say in our stores, just to tell people about it. Because, for example, also with the shampoo bar, you will go through a detox period. Really? So it will look very greasy the first few weeks. So it's really important to tell people also about that, like, it's not just buying a natural shampoo bar and you'll be fine, it's like your hair has to adapt because it has no chemicals in it, so your scalp reacts differently, so you have to go through a little period to get through it and be really happy about it. So I feel like I motivate a lot of people also. (laughs) Be happy with greasy hair, okay, well, it's for the best, you know, I think some people get... It's only a few weeks, Uh it's only a few weeks to get there, look at my hair. No, it looks beautiful. (laughs) Another one of your products that I've noticed is the the old fashioned, I guess, that uh, the shavers that are that are stainless steel and they're reusable. Yeah. And I remember my dad used to have these, and he used to replace the blade. And I wasn't actually like you know not allowed to be near it because it was sharp. And but um, that that thing lasted forever, you know. Exactly, and that, that's what it shows. Because my dad said the same when I got them on for a store. I said, Dad, look, how cool is this? Do you want one? He said, but I still have my dad's. So I'm like, well, that shows exactly that it's a good product, right? Yeah. It's stainless steel. It doesn't go away. The only thing you do is replace the blades. Yep. And that's it. Like, how amazing and is it? no plastic. No, no plastic will last you years and years and years. Exactly. <laughs> so what's been the feedback about the types of products that you sell? And do you feel like the... Um, the demand is increasing for these types of products? Yeah, I, w- I would definitely say, like, because when we started off, I see a growth in a company, also in awareness. A lot of people start to know about shampoo bars, for example, if we say that. Yes. Um, even stainless steel straws, like, it becomes almost a norm now. Yes. 
So I think there's definitely a big um, wave towards being more sustainable and knowing the sustainability part of it. I think what the one that's left still behind a bit would be the toxin-free part. Right. I think a lot of people have now stainless steel straws, but we still use, I don't know, mainstream products um, on their skin. Yes. So yeah. I just, I would say it's more the education part that really um, helps us drive um, yeah. knowledge there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And using these types of sustainable products, they're quite new and different for people. Um, one example is the reusable makeup wipes and of course the shampoo bar. How do you help people change their behaviours? Um, I know there's the education side of things, but I guess it's it's putting it out there as well, like getting into mainstream um, areas where, where yeah. people shop. Yeah, and to really get it in front of them, because that's the hard part with online stores. Yes. If it's something people wouldn't have seen before, they might not be interested in it, and that's why our pop-up stores really help people get to feel the makeup wipes, the reusable makeup wipes, yes. and they're actually one of our best-sold products. Yeah. So in the stores, people saw it. I can tell them that it has bamboo in the front, so it's soft for your face. It's black, so your mascara doesn't show. Like it doesn't become yes. a dirty cloth. It has a little pouch in it. So I think just being able to tell people about that and being present. Yes. I think. Going to wholesale, for example, would be an interesting part for us because then we can get our brand out faster to many different outlets and people would get more um, used to seeing them. Yes, yeah. It becomes more commonplace. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So tell me about your shops. You've got both online and retail. Yes. So we have done just two pop-up stores, which we closed now, and we mm -hmm. had it for four months. Mm -hmm. And then I have one fixed store, which is in Calandra here. And then our online store, which is the biggest one, we have about 600 products um, on there. After a year and two months, now we really start to feel that we grow at a good pace, yes, which yeah. is nice, and we'll be able to do some more marketing so we can pe make people more aware of some products that they are easy to swap. Yes, yeah. Um, like exactly a cotton pad to take your makeup off. Yes. It's actually a very easy swap to have a reusable one. That is an easy swap. But indeed it's to show them again and being yeah. able to give the information. Yes, yeah. So I'm interested in um, how you package your products from your online store to send them out in the post. So you say they're packed in zero plastic. So. Uh, how does that work? Yeah, so we actually, so there's definitely no bubble wrap in any of our packaging, and it's no really, yeah, it's really important for us that it was a fully plastic-free um, shipping experience. So what we do actually, we put um, paper void in it, mm -hmm. then we close the boxes with a water-activated paper tape. So it's actually something that we I looked for a long, long time to find, but it means it's a fully biodegradable tape. So when people receive our boxes. They can actually, when it's finished and you don't want to reuse it, you can just put it in your uh, recycle bin and it yeah. will just yeah, break down. So this tape is uh, paper-based yes. and it replaces the masking tape. Yes. Does, does it work as well? Yes, it has a cornstarch glue. Mm. So it's a natural glue to it that just can break down. Wow. It works so much better than a, a plastic tape, I would say. It holds way better to boxes. That's amazing. So like, it doesn't even matter what weight. It holds, it's so, so strong. Um, and so what we do, we just wet it with water when we yes. close our shipping boxes and it arrives perfect. We never had one box come back that was opened or was broken or anything like that. This is amazing. This is a great example of 
um, educating people. Um, I we spoke yesterday, and I found out about this tape yesterday. It's something that I'd never heard of, yeah. and I thought, wow, that's brilliant! Like, why isn't everyone using this? It. And uh, it, I'd never heard of it, never used it. But as soon as I heard about it, I searched on the internet, I found out about it, it's all there, I can buy it. So it's just knowing what yeah. to look for yeah. and knowing that these products are out there, isn't yeah. it? And I found also, even with our supplies, we work a lot with them. Mm-hmm. So we have no, like sometimes we get notes um, when they send us something, I said, oh, sorry, someone packed it and there's something plastic in there, but I'll make sure next order will have uh, no plastic to you. Okay. So our vendors also know that, like, it's something I'll email them about. Or even when there's a plastic cap on something, I'll get back to them and I'll say, like, look, do you have a tin cap? It's way easier uh, to recycle. There's less um, weight on the planet for these things. Mm-hmm. And so some products we had from um, just glass to a completely um, biodegradable option, so a cardboard tube. Yes. So our dry shampoo now comes in a cardboard tube. So when it's right. finished, it just, you can chuck it in your compost. Yes. Okay. Um, products like that, like, it just... I love it. I yeah. just absolutely love that we can do that. Brilliant. And it's it's about being on to everything, isn't it? Yeah. Every little thing. Yeah. And, and it's like you're training your suppliers. Yeah. You know, you're training them to say, okay, well, I'm not going to accept this plastic no. cap. I'm going, you know, and they want your business. So, yeah. yeah, of course, they're going to comply. But it's about uh, standing up and for what you believe in and exactly. and that follows through to one little plastic cap yeah. on, on something. It changes everything. And, and one of our, or, one that I struggle a lot with is also the emissions yes. that we produce, because transport and logistics like contribute enormously to emissions. So we ship with a carbon offset company too. Yes. And there's different ways to offset your carbon. There's programs out there, but I think as a company, it's really, you need to take responsibility for what you do. If you're an online store, mm-hmm. You have to offset your carbon because that's that's the one thing you can do to give back. Right. You know, there's there's so many things, but like that's a very easy part to do. So there's shipping companies out there that are carbon offset. There's like I said, the programs planting trees. There's so many things as a company you can do just to offset what you actually put on yes, the planet. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that's so important. Where we can't all do absolutely everything, um, but what what we can do is, um, you know, make it make our best effort, and then um, for what we, we for emissions we can offset. So, Ellie, you've got a, a factory here on on the coast. What do you do with your waste? So, what we do actually is then we've got a TerraCycle program. Okay. So that means we have different bins in our warehouse. People can come and bring their espresso capsules, their lenses, their um, pens, and so on to us. Then we fill the boxes up and whenever a box is full, we send that to TerraCycle and they make, for example, furniture out of it. They make new products out of the waste that we send them. Wow. Um, so we try not to produce any waste for our customers, but sometimes a cleanser might have a pump in it, like a, a plastic pump, but it might be a glass um, bottle. So our customers can send us back the pump and then we'll send it, when our box is full, we send it back to TerraCycle. So it turned into a new product. So not only it's your waste being recycled, but it's you invite your customers yes. and, and the public to come in and, and drop off. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's also it's a, a good uh, point to start talking to customers because you can, for example, bring your toothpaste to us, the empty tubes. So when they come and bring their tubes, 
say like, oh, have you thought about the other options? There's really some different options out there, and it's a start of a start to be able to talk to customers about what else, what else is out there. Wow. Yeah. So so this is TerraCycle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so anybody could um, set up a TerraCycle system in in their office. Yeah. Exactly. For businesses, definitely, you have to apply for it. They have to um, approve you. But I think. Um, like they want to spread the word as much to yeah to reduce the waste. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. So, Ellie, what type of um, products are popular at the moment? So, one of our best sellers is actually silicon food covers. Oh yes. So it's a silicon cover that you use instead of putting glad wrap over any leftovers or any food balls. It's a silicon cover that you can use. It can even go in the oven. You can use it as a lid in the oven. Oh, really? Yep. It goes over fruit when you cut a half a fruit, like a half a melon, for example. You can put it over that. Um, that's right now. That was our uh, well, the last four months. It's our best sold products. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I I have some of those, and yeah. <laughs> um, you you do have to get used to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's it's fantastic. I actually just the other day claimed that I'm not buying any more glad wrap yeah and I, <laughs> I just think this is just yeah. terrible like yeah. I'm not buying any more cling wrap um and I wrote on the box and I took a photo so I will post that just oh, to awesome. actually yeah keep myself yeah. honest yeah. and for example if you think about glad wrap sustainable options if you just talk about this one so you would have your silicon food covers mm -hmm. you have beeswax wraps yes I do yeah. that help um, yeah. You've got silicon pouches. You can also put things in, yes. and you've got reusable baking sheets where you can wrap things into. So that's already four options that you would have to reduce glad wrap. Which exactly. is amazing, right? Like yeah. it, it is out there. It's just about changing habits. Changing habits, yeah. exactly. With your stores, uh, you've, you've had some pop-up stores in in the major shopping centres. Uh, do you think there's a shift in sustainable products being more mainstream? That's a hard one. I would say yes, but I also think there's a yeah. lot of greenwashing out there. Right. So there's a lot of products that are promote the natural part of their, um, like this, for example, natural oil in it or something like that, so it has a natural name. But you really, like, I would really, really encourage everyone to start looking at the ingredients list. And if, if you can't pronounce, like, most of the ingredients, it's probably only one or two natural ingredients in there. Yes. So I would say... It's definitely a trend that's taken on, but also suppliers have taken that on, but haven't necessarily changed their ingredients. But only say, like for example, yeah, there's a um, lemon juice and a natural essential oil in there. So yes, there is a shift. Yes, there's way more products available now, but still, please do your research, and that's what we do. Do the research because there is greenwashing out there, which is yeah, yeah I don't know. It's so something could be labelled eco or green, yes. but it's actually yes. not, not very much. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I guess it's a matter of how does the person, the average person, do this? Like, I'm thinking that, that people don't want to be like researching every single product. I guess yeah. that's <clears throat> it's going to be a gradual thing. I mean, how how do you change people's behaviour? I guess would you say doing it a little by little or yeah. yeah, I would I would like, for example, if you run out of your toothpaste, maybe have a look what are other alternatives. Like there's natural alternatives out there in plastic, there's natural alternatives out there in glass, 
there's In two drops, yeah. Really? So you've got two powders, you've got two powders and two drops. So the two drops is like a little um, flask, it's very strong. You just put two drops on your toothbrush yeah. and brush it, it's amazing. Like, it's such an awesome product. Really? Um, so you've got that one. You've got two, yeah, yeah, I know. So tooth drops. So tooth two, drops. like a couple of drops you put on your tooth. Yes. Toothbrush. Yeah. It's not paste. It's just no, and it's enough to clean. Yeah, your and it's very um, like it, it's uh, it has a base of um, coconut oil, which is antibacterial, but has a lot of antibacterial oils in it too. Also turmeric in there, mm. uh, clove in there, um, and exactly, it's very minty. So it tastes like mint. But it, if you look at the ingredients list, it's all this. Almost these super natural um, food type of oils that would help right. with antibacterial powder in your mouth. Mm. Um, so I, I would say it's just like, like take it little step by little step because people get really overwhelmed. Yes. And I would say like whenever your product runs out, have a look what else is out there. Is it your toothpaste? Try to change one. Is your shampoo finished? Have a look. Um, if you would just type in a natural shampoo bar, you would find so many out there. Yeah. So. Don't just throw your things away. That's also waste, right? So mm. just be finish what you have right now, and then be conscious about maybe your next step, which one you're gonna buy. Yes. Yep. Great advice, Ellie. Obviously, you've um, this is you're quite passionate about it. You can see it. You can feel uh, this is your you know uh, what you love to do. Um, what's what's your personal mission, and what do you hope to achieve through your business? So. For me personally, I would really say to leave it this a better place for my kids. Like I started it because of my oldest one when she was born, and still now, like when I see them walk around on the beach and they just run if they see plastic, and I say like, oh, I've got already one for the sea, two for the sea. Like they get yeah. so excited that they they are doing something good. Yes. And I think like, oh my god, you know, like probably when they're my age, they'll be like, oh my god, mum. You had plastic things like that. So I really believe there's a change and I really want to be part of it and, and just help people to make a change. Yes. Yeah. And my long-term plan is, and that's about the greenwashing, I would love to be able to work together with the government that people are not allowed to say natural, organic or whatever, just like they want to. Because now mm -hmm. I, can, I can make you something and write natural on it and that's fine. Like there's no legislation about the words. Really? And that's what makes it hard for the mainstream customer to be able to find a truly natural product. Mm -hmm. So it's only when it's, it's certified organic, that's one of the labels that is, then, that is good for you so that you know that it has been released uh, with strict regulations. Um, but there's, there's not enough regulation about it. Right. That's, that's, I think like, that's my big dream, to be able to, like, that people go to, a, to whichever store and that they would be able to see, like, look, this one is a really natural brand. It's not harmful for you, not the planet or anything. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. What gets you out of bed every morning? It really would be, we're a purpose-driven company. I, d I don't get out of bed because I want to sell more things or I, I just, I want to get more stuff out there. I really get out of bed because I want to do good. I want to do good for people. I want to do good for the planet and, and see that we can make a change. Yes. And then when times get hard, and they do, you're a startup, you don't have enough people, you don't have enough money. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, like, you know, I can see where I'm taking this, and I'm confident that we can make a change. And that just excites me so much every single day. That's brilliant. Well done. What can businesses do to be more sustainable? Well, I've got something exciting coming up. I'm working together oh, yeah. with Surfrider um, to become the world's world, 
um, first ocean certified business. And that means wow. actually, yeah, it's about I'm setting up criteria with them on how any business that starts or any business out there, what are the steps that they can do to become a low to zero waste business. So it's about um, your shipping, mm -hmm. it's about your um, packing the orders, it's about what you do with your suppliers, mm -hmm. and then what do you do with any plastic products that are still around. So what programs can we use so that we send them any waste so they make new products out of it. Yeah, so that's a very exciting part for this year for us. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So it's called Ocean Certified. So how does the ocean come into it? Like it's, it's um, keeping the oceans clean and that's just the... Is yeah, that so it's because anyways we produce often ends up or in landfill or in the ocean because mm -hmm. of the drains, the rainwater and so on. So yes. it gets to the fish, we have issues yeah. there. So it's really, it's an Ocean Certified, it's more like to be really clean for the planet. Okay. They focus on the ocean because Surf Rider is started by surfers originally yes. and it's all about keeping your beaches clean. Yes. Um, so that's their main focus, but mm -hmm. that also goes for whatever goes in landfill, right? Right, so it's it's much broader, it's, it takes yeah. the whole sustainability yes. into account. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah. good luck with that. That's You'll see the paper paper more and more. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think we will. Well, Elliot, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and uh, good luck with everything that you're doing for the, for the planet and, and for everyone. Uh, keep going on what you're doing and I love what you do. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> Well, there you have it, Ellie from Go For Zero, an impressive young woman. But what impressed me most about Ellie is that she's not driven by profit. She's driven by making a difference and by having strong boundaries and being very clear on what she will and won't accept in her business. She's actually created a profitable business and doing very well. And of course, everything she does is about sustainability. I love that. My name is Megan Carpenter. There's more information on my website, megan.com.au. That's Megan with a Y, M-E-G-Y-N.com.au. And remember, there's money in sustainability. Take care and take care of our planet. Bye for now.